I know that there's a lot of fear and concern and even some panic in the world. I've had a few phone calls from people, uh, just friends here in Austin that aren't even in ILM that are just in their panic. And I want to share a few things that is important for us as initiates and people who are walking a spiritual path. The one thing that I've always shared from childhood on is God first and God only. And this time in the world, we want to keep our focus on God first and God only. Keep bringing your attention inward and upward. Keep holding your focus in that centeredness within yourself. Keep bringing yourself into that silence, into that flow of the loving, into the sound current, whatever and however it is that you do this. You're going to find now that the meditation has been more important than ever because it has helped you to find that center, find that quiet, find that place where God dwells within you. And now's the time to do the meditation regularly and to come to those centered points within you and to live more in that flow of grace and loving that is God first and God only. If we live in the world and put other things first before God, that's where the panic, that's where the fear, that's where the concern, that's where the worry comes in. And that's okay. That's a part of the world, and that's how the body consciousness works. But we, as initiates, are living beyond the body consciousness. We are living in that flow of spirit, in that flow of loving, in that place of grace within us. If you've been meditating, you have a better idea of what it is I'm talking about. If not, now's a good time to start meditating. Now's a good time to begin to find that place of peace and quiet and loving and God first. If anything, this is just an example of what the world can do to us. It can throw us in panic. It can throw us in concern. It can throw us into fear. And the one thing that makes it hard to survive in these conditions is to be in panic and fear and concern. The one thing I remember when I had cancer back in the 70s, my doctor came in to do the first chemotherapy treatment. From then on, I just saw the nurses pretty much for the chemotherapy, but he came in to talk to me about something, and he said, there's something I would like for you to understand. And I think you're going to understand it better than a lot of the patients I have. And that is to be calm and centered and at peace with things, whatever's going on in your life. And right now you're in a bit of a chaos with all this cancer and chemotherapy and people all around you doing this, doing that. And... It's easy to fall into the pattern that a lot of people do fall into, which is fear and panic and and want to run away. He said, but I see in you something different 
And I just want to acknowledge it, and I want to tell you why it's so important that you continue doing what it is you're doing, whatever that is. You carry a sense of peace with you, even in the midst of surgery, even in the midst of chemotherapy, even in the midst of diagnosis that you went through. You've always had this sense of peace with you, and that peace is going to be your lifesaver. And so I want you to keep on holding to that place of peace inside of you. Be in the calm. Be in the peace. Be in that place that you know so well, apparently. And just keep living from there. Don't listen to other people. Don't read a lot of articles about the cancer that you have or the chemotherapy that you're taking. Just live in the moment. It's important to do that because the immune system <clears throat> is suppressed when you are in panic, when you are in fear, and when you're in a runaway mode. Depression is a great suppressor of the immune system. And the one thing you need right now is a strong immune system. And that's the truth for all of us right now with this virus that's going around. We all want to have a strong, healthy immune system. Take supplements if you want. That can help. Eat good foods. That can help. But more than anything, stay calm and centered. Stay in that place of peace within you. Do the meditation daily, maybe a couple or three times a day, in order to really be able to hold that place of peace and quiet and calmness. Because then you will have a stronger, healthier immune system to fight off whatever this is that's going on in the world. <clears throat> and you will be able to be able to recover if you get something much quicker than if you have a suppressed immune system. So just for that reason alone, I really recommend that you continue doing your meditation, that you keep God first and God only in your life daily, in every moment of every day. I know for me, with my cancer and my recovery, it did make a big difference. And I know for you, whatever's going on in the world right now, it'll make a big difference for you as well. And it's easy to fall into the pattern of what the world wants you to do, of what the body consciousness wants you to do, and that is to be afraid. Being afraid doesn't work. It doesn't give you solutions. It doesn't give you answers. It doesn't bring you into that place of health and well-being. Being afraid is a suppression. It suppresses so many things in the body that you need right now more than ever. So do what you can to stay calm and to stay in that place of peace. It can truly make a big difference. What you eat can help. The supplements that you might take can help. Exercise can help. But more than anything else, maintaining that centeredness maintaining that peace, 
keeping God first before all things. That is how I survived my cancer, and that's how I've survived a lot of things in this world. Some of us will be staying home a lot more than we normally would do. Mm, I got something stuck in my throat. <clears throat> Some of us will be staying home a lot more than we normally do. And so make that a usable time to be with God, to be with yourself, listen to talks. Do your meditation, and we have a lot of meditations online that you can listen to that can help you to to move into meditation easier. Brian and I, just before we came over here, we were listening to the Hugh chant online, and it just took me right into my center, and I just started floating around in a calmness and peace that I was so grateful to, to have right then. So do the things that will support you. And the things that will support you the best are what you can do inside. Doing things inside of yourself to be in that moment of loving within you. And love yourself. Loving will heal so much more than you can imagine. Loving can release, it can let go, and it can heal in a wonderful, tremendous action. So daily, find that place of loving within you. Daily, do the LAF. Forgive the world and how it's reacting in fear. Forgive yourself for joining in with the reaction in fear. And choose something different than what the body might be trying to take you down. Now's the time to do what you've been here listening about and training for all these years. This is bigger than any Olympic game that you could join in and try to get a gold medal. It's now time to live the teachings, to live the life of a spiritual initiate. To let that action of initiation truly live in you and through you and around you in every moment of the day. You are on a path of liberation. Don't let this world grab a hold of you and get you caught back up in it again. Keep choosing into that path of liberation. It's not just about liberating the soul. It's about liberating the consciousness of the body from the things of the world that grab a hold of us and hold us in prison. It's about liberating ourselves on so many different levels, whether it be the mind, the emotion, the imagination, which is a big one right now in the world, and the body. Liberate yourself on every level 
and stand tall and strong in that place of loving within you where your soul dwells, at the seat of the soul. This is where we want to live from, from that place where the soul dwells within us. We want to live there and not in caught up in the consciousness of the world. The seat of the soul, which is right here, is within you. It's not out somewhere that you have to go to and get to to find it. And it's not beyond the mind. It's not beyond the soul. It's not beyond any place. It's right inside of you. It's a choice. It's a choice as to where you're going to live from. Are you going to live from the place of fear inside of you? Are you going to live from that place where the imagination is running you? Are you going to live locked up inside, concerned and worried that somehow it's going to get to you? Or are you going to live from that place of peace and quiet and loving and health that dwells right in your soul, right at the seat of the soul within you? It's not out in the universe somewhere. It's in you. So spend time every day with you, with the true you, with the soul you, and let that grace come in. Let that loving come in. And from there, there's not a whole lot more I can say on this. It's up to you now to do the work. It's up to you now to live the truth that you've heard spoken so many times by Brian and by myself. It's up to you now to be the initiate that you are and not just have the label of initiate stamped on your head. Let that energy live in every cell of your body because that soul that you are is indwelling you in every cell of your body. Let that be that which you are aware of, that movement of loving, that movement of love that God has for you. And let your loving move to be shared with God. It's in giving and receiving that loving with God that everything takes place. And it is in that loving movement that we can rise above and dwell in another place beyond the concerns and the fears of this world. It's your choice. It's always been your choice. It always will be your choice. Look and see how you've chosen in the past. And look and see how you're choosing right now, to where you're living from, how you're listening, what you're reacting to, and make some choices. God first and God only. God lives in the loving. God does not live in fear and concern. And God wants us to be that way as well so that our soul and God are one, that our soul and God lives in that place of peace that I've been talking about. 
I'm sure in many ways this is not a talk that some of you wanted to hear because it isn't really feeding the panic, feeding the concern, predicting the future, or whatever it is that you might have been expecting. I can only speak my truth through my experience and what I know that works for me. And I ask you to find out what does work for you now. This is a great test for all humanity. And we're going to see a lot of stuff in the world that may not look so humane and human. Don't join into the flow of animal consciousness. Stay focused in the spirit of who you are. Stay centered and calm. Move in loving. Act in loving. Be caring with yourself and with others. And listen to that loving flow inside of you first. Not to the mind and not to the voices in the world. Boy, the voices in the world, they are learning how to create panic. They talk about panic is maybe going to be the biggest problem in all of this process with this virus. But by feeding it and talking about it so much, they're causing it in a lot of people. I, I've gotten a few contacts from people through emails and through phone calls that are in a panic. A couple of them are on this pathway and many of them are not. Panic does not work. Panic does not get you where you're wanting to go. Whether it's in a place of health and well-being right now or soul liberation into the future. But I can't say do not panic. You're going to do what you do. Listening to the voices of the world, you're going to be stirred into a lot of different emotions, a lot of different reactions. Listen to that still small voice within first. And yes, do listen to the outside voices of those that are speaking with wisdom. Wisdom of the world, wisdom of medicine, wisdom and calmness to help us get through this. But don't listen to the fear mongers of the world. They're the ones that will feed off of your fear. They will be the ones making money off of your fear. They're the ones that will stir you and control you with fear. Don't let that happen. It doesn't work. It doesn't help. It doesn't serve getting you where you want to go. Find your way through this in loving. Love the virus. Love all that's going on with this illness that's hit the world. And you'll find a different reaction, a different response, a different action, a different way for yourself than what you might be seeing in the world. Do it your way, however it's going to be. 
And if panic is what you want, do panic. It can be quite educational. So God first, God only. That's always been the first thing I talk about and the first thing I do every day. I ask for God to surround me, to fill me, to guide me and protect me, lift me up into my own divine presence and bring me into that place of loving and grace and into the heart of God. And I ask just now that the Holy Spirit go before me and fill me, and in that action of going before me to clear any and all disturbances and distractions, that I can keep my focus on God first and God only. That's how I do it every day, and I invite you to do the same and find out for yourself the truth of all of that. We do not have to live in fear. We choose to live in fear. We do not have to be in reaction. We choose to be in reaction. But if you know that place of action inside, where loving and everything else that is of spirit dwells, it's easier to keep choosing into action instead. I know when I was diagnosed with cancer, I had been in the hospital having surgery, getting biopsies. And I was in the hospital for nine days. I was just shocked I was having to stay there for nine days. But the doctors kept running tests and saying that they needed me there so that they could get all this done. And finally, one day, the doctor, <clears throat> my oncologist, came in and sat down on the bed with me. And he said, Jim, I cannot understand how you've handled all this so well. How you have continued to laugh and smile with the nurses and with me and with others in the hallway. In the midst of all this concern and fear and testing and everything you've been going through. And now I have to tell you that you do have cancer. And he stopped for a moment to see what my reaction would be and to try to help calm me down because he knew that most people, when they hear this, they do go into reaction. And so I looked at him after the moment of quiet and I said, so what's next? And <laughs> I almost want to cry because <laughs> this was so powerful. But he looked at me and he started crying. <laughs> and he just cried and cried and cried. And I just was there. I put my hand on his shoulder. And I said, it's going to be okay. <laughs> and he said, stop it. That's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and so I know that place of peace can serve us in the worst of times. There's no need for reaction, and there's no need to fall into the pattern that the world is going to try to pull us into. Look at the face of death. Look at the face of fear. 
Look at the face of the greatest fear you've got and meet it head on with loving and peace and it will make the difference. When I had cancer, I watched so many people that were going through with chemotherapy along with me die from the same disease I had. And yet, as I went on through my chemotherapy, I got stronger and stronger, and my doctor just kept shaking his head and says, I don't get it. I don't understand. You're the healthiest one of all my patients, and I don't get it because you should be very, very sick right now. And he would come and he would pull whatever hair I had, <laughs> which I had a pretty good head of hair back then, and he said, you're supposed to be losing this hair. And you're not. I don't get it. But I maintained my eyebrows. I maintained my head of hair. And everything was just fine. And at the end, I was clear and free of cancer as I am today. And that was back in 1978. And it's only because I have lived above the world. I have lived in that flow of loving. I have put God first in everything and in every way. And I can look up and truly know that God is there with me. And I look up and I know that God is with every one of us. Every day, every moment, every breath. God is with us. It's just up to us to find that place inside of knowing that for ourselves. Do your meditation. Do your meditation. That's the key to it all. Let go of the mind. Stop following the mind. Stop listening to the mind even in your meditation. Stop following after your emotions. Stop listening to that imagination and get centered in that peace, in that loving, in your own soul, in God. Go to that place of quiet inside and just sit in the quiet. Sit in the peace. When the mind kicks in, just dismiss it as best you can, and keep chanting that name of God, chanting the hue and the anti-hue, until you get to that place of quiet and then go back into the quiet. So many people are meditating and they are moving their soul higher and higher into the realms of, of spirit. But at the same time, you're not maybe aware of it because you keep listening to the mind. That mind chatter does not stop. I wish it would. There's no switch to turn it off. It's up to us just to rise above it, to lift above the mind and listen to that which is beyond the mind, which is that still small voice of God. So right now, with everything going on in the world, You've got some big choices to make inside yourself. 
about what voices you're going to listen to, what things you're going to be focused on, and how you're going to live your life. When that doctor came in and sat down and shared with me and started crying, I knew I was going to continue to put God first. Because he even said it. You've got a piece about you that I just don't see in anybody else. And it's wonderful and it's scary. Because I want that peace and I don't know how to do that. Why do you? How do you? So I ask of you to find that place of peace inside of you. If you're not at peace with all that's going on right now, now's the time to begin to find that place.